Hello, and welcome to the Disney Dunces! Using your touch-toad keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title you would like to see. You've selected... Coco! If this is correct, please press 1 now. Dunces, the only Disney podcast presented by self-proclaimed non-experts. I'm Dunce number one, but you can just call me Richard. And I'm Craig Stu, and I'm Dunce number two. And I'm the third one. And a wow wow wee wow, we have a special treat for you today. For the Dunces are covering Borat's subsequent movie film. It's going to be very nice. I, I, I got a little confused what kind of accent you were going for. I think I heard you maybe like roll an R there and I was like, maybe he is doing a Mexican accent. But the wah, 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 wee, wow, I was all like, I don't think Mexicans are known for that, but I could be wrong. Why do you talk about the Mexicans? Because they have nothing to do with this one. No, because of the movie we watched. Yes. Subsequent movie film, Borat. My parents oh. watched that. And they said it was great. I, they, 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 it was. they've never I seen a, the first one. very nice. And I've also never seen the first one. I, I, need to. I didn't watch that movie. Neither so I think I. that we have to get Craig's parents on the podcast now. Yeah, it'll be... I know, please. Casca and my parents. people have seen this movie. <laughs> we'll do the podcast. Or else it's going to be a weird episode. Now you just sound like you're from New York. Capiche. <laughs> there it is. I guess. I don't know. Uh, no, but seriously, though, Borat was great. I, I, it's weird that we're covering it, though. We're not covering Borat. We're covering Coco. We can't do co- and talk oh. about Borat. It's not Disney. Oh. Oh. What, I didn't watch Coco. You've seen it before, You've lived though. it. I live it every year, baby. <laughs> Let's do this. Oh, my God. Okay. Boys, girls, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're not celebrating Halloween this year. We're celebrating Day of the Dead. Uh, Which is like a day uh, after. Diaz de los Muertos, please. It's like a day after, I think, or two days. It's like, right? It's a, it's a no. It's like November. What the fuck did Casca say? Dia de los Muertos. What does that translate to? Day of the day Dead. Of the dead, but it's not called Day of the Dead. It's Dia de los Muertos. Well, we're not celebrating Dios Mayo Huerto in Dios America. Muertos. <laughs> Dude, I can't fucking do this. I'm going to call it Day of the Dead. <laughs> Unless you have a better name to call it. That's the equivalent Mexican of... Mexican Halloween. <laughs> it's the equivalent of just calling someone whose name is Jose Joe. You know, his name is Jose. No, that is not the equivalent. <laughs> I don't know. That That's like the opposite of the equivalent. Why are you calling... Jose people Joe. I don't know. It's a thing. You get all of your fucking information from Trader Joe's. <laughs> in Spanish class. Mexican, their burritos are called Trader Jose Brandon, you fucker. What was, what was their like, Chinese line? They got in line? trouble for that. What was, you know? what what was their do? Chinese line? I think it was like Trader I Ming's or something. Trader Ming, yeah. It clever. Wait, they got in trouble for that? Yes, what? they had a, they're they're rebranding everything because uh, people complain. It's not yeah. being racist though; it's just being cute, I guess. 
right? <laughs> oh, hello, Amy Toido Ming. How are you today? That's racist. <laughs> That's what they're basically no, doing. No, they're not. They're not doing an accent. <laughs> Have you ever bought one of the Trader Ming's burritos or whatever? No, I've never been there. What, I, what, well, I, you should hear him. I walked in with Steve once, and he bought a uh, Every time, every time you buy one, the clerk changes accent depending on what you're buying. <laughs> now is it racist, Craig? Oh, well, that's the case. Yeah, that's pretty horrible. I <laughs> just do the accent. Okay, so you have uh, oh one one burrito. Just, just <laughs> thank God, thank God they don't have Ethiopian food. <laughs> what would that be? I don't know. Is Borat Ethiopian? Borat? He's Middle Eastern. Yeah. He's from Kazakhstan. Yeah. You know, they love us there. I thought oh, yeah, that's that's time we were true. doing that movie. <laughs> that's true. We were on their charts for comedy podcasts for some yeah, reason. Yeah, number seven, baby. No, I believe we're now top of the charts in, what were we, J- Jamaica? No, we're not top of the charts in Jamaica. We're, we're 69 in Jamaica. Oh, we're 69. No, nice. he's still really good, though. And we dropped from, we dropped five positions to get there. And the thing <laughs> is, like, we're only on these charts for a week. The week after, and, well, we you know, the, the months after, we're just not there. It's one like week. like a candle in the wind, baby. Is that a reference to something? What? No, I'm just saying we're like, we're like a candle in the wind. Oh, okay. I've never heard that expression before, so I assume yeah, like it was it a blows reference. blows out. How have you not... <laughs> How have you not heard that reference before? I don't know. Like, I like to think I'm cultured, but clearly not, I guess. He doesn't know what a candle of the wind is, Craig. Uh, you could just figure it out, even if you've never heard it before. You'd think so. I thought so. But here's Richard. Oh, shit. Like, it goes out. Yep. Great. <laughs> it's like our 15 minutes of fame. Yes. Boom. It's it's very fleeting. Yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't you just say that in the first place? I did. I went the phrase were like a candle in the wind. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, whatever. Do you want to talk about the movie now or do you want to talk about Trader Joe's? I more? do I do want to talk about this movie because it was so f- fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. Oh my god. Wait, yeah. I thought you didn't see it. Are you ever rely on your parents? Oh, we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> well, Kazka's talking about Borat, the subsequent movie film uh exclusive to Amazon Prime. Uh, I am talking about Coco. That's what I watched. I thought Craig was talking about Coco. You've yet to bring up anything, Richard. What did you bring to the table today? I don't know. I watched the movie. <laughs> That's not really believable, is it? No, it is, because I didn't even have a game. I didn't even have a Sudoku. Okay. Full attention on this movie. I enjoyed it greatly. It's a good one. It's a fant- it was fucking... Yeah. The end of... Oh, boy. Whoa, 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 What are you whoa. doing? We didn't even get to the start. <laughs> Holy shit, Craig. That's like a record. Like just a, a record. Like, I know we're starting a little late, but ba- that doesn't mean we can just, just move. To don't the, even listen to the end. podcast. Just We should just end it here. Let the people watch the movie and enjoy How it. many times has Costco wanted to do that? <laughs> and you say, no, we can't do that. Yeah. I don't know why all of a sudden this is a thing you're allowed to say. Well, suddenly I've I've seen the light. <laughs> and yet now Craig says that with oh fuck never mind okay I'm gonna talk about movie now okay no, you could try but I'm probably gonna interrupt movie starts off with uh, the greatest musician in Mexico and he stole music from a family in and the world. <laughs> in the world oh yeah in the world in the world 
and he basically just kind of leaves his family and leaves them to go make shoes because he took the magic from their lives and well <laughs> the music magic. Okay, so he didn't watch the movie. <laughs> he went to leave. He did not leave to make shoes. None of this was correct. Okay, so No, he left the family. You're right. This is not no, correct. He leaves We're the family sh- and they're going to make shoes because they don't have the music the in their lives anymore. We're going to talk about the Ramirez family for a second. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait, is that their last name? Yes, it's on the freaking sign on the. It's okay, thing. it's okay. So basically, what happened here was we had a lovely, a lovely couple here. All right, I wish I could remember their names. They only talked about the lady. Doesn't matter because the husband he leaves to become a musician. No one really knows what happens to him. He just goes away forever. So the wife left the you know left with her daughter because they had a child together. Decides we don't need him. We don't need music. All we need are shoes. So she built a shoe empire, which is completely family owned business. Her family does it. Her children's children do it. Her children's children children do it. Which leads us to modern day. Right now we have ourselves watching little Manny Ramirez. Miguel. He has. Miguel, whatever. It's a Mexican name. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, like I said, I didn't watch this one. I experience it every year. Okay, gotcha. His version, it's Manny. Yeah, my version, it's Manny. (laughs) Okay, fine, continue. (laughs) I know, I'm just correcting everything that you you said was wrong. Oh, okay. You're welcome. So, Miguel, he is infatuated with the greatest musician in the world, and he wants to take the music back for the family. And he gets encouragement from the mariachi man to, like, live his dreams and bring music back to the world. And he this just wants is to the play part. music. He doesn't want to bring it back to the world. He just wants to play. Yeah, just, just his family play. is very against music because of what his father left to be a musician. Whoa, uh, whoa, his, whoa, well, whoa, the, whoa. The, it's not his, his father. The, his great, his great, 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 great father. Sorry, left. Yeah. So the whole family still continues to this day to hate music. So yeah, and he, they're not. He's not allowed to play music. He's not allowed to listen to music. It's 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 rough. But he yeah. loves music. Yeah, he loves it, and, like, you know, sometimes he sneaks off to go into, like, the town square and talks to some mariachi men, and, like... Mariachi Plaza. Mariachi Plaza, yes, yes. But, like, you know, his grandma, uh, or Mrs. Arbolita or something, um... Grandma. Uh, Abuelita is Spanish for grandmother. How do you say it? Abuelita. Abuela and Abuelita, Abuelita is well, a cute... A- Abuela is, yeah. Cute, like, you add the Ito or Ita is a cute way of saying yeah. it. Is there an R yeah. in there? No. Okay. Where uh, where would the R be? Arbolita. Abuelita. Abuelita. Okay. Or Abuela. Gotcha. Okay. To you, Gringo. What? You can't say that. Yes, I can. This is what you get for taking French in high school. This is like... uh, This is like you saying gaijin or whatever. Uh, What? You want me to call you a gaijin? Sure. Wait, are gaijin and gringos synonymous? Uh, uh, Well, I think gaijin just means foreigner or gringo. I think specifically refers to white people. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, whatever. At least I know my... I'm a little bit cultured. Yeah, that's what you that's what you want to call it, sure. Okay. Well, anyway, 
So Miguel, he wants to, you know, chill in the plaza. He wants to enter the talent show and like be recognized that he's a cool music boy. But, you know, the family, they're like, oh, no, you can't be a music boy. We got to go and celebrate all of our departed loved ones because it's uh, it's that day that everyone talks about. Dia de Muertos? Yes, that's the one. Dia de Muertos. Did I do it right? There it is. Yeah. GG. See, it only took me like three times. Dia de los Muertos? No, I think it's De or Delos. I don't fucking know, man. Google it. We're going to switch back and forth with the podcast. Who cares? It's not like we're going to say the name of it anymore. Like, you know, we we're established say it that. Every like, chance we get. No, 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 no. There's a holiday <laughs> and people are celebrating it. And apparently, like, you know. Which holiday? The, what? Which holiday? Just... Uh, Dios de Muertos, boys. Close enough. I, I added the boys to the end. It's not that I thought it was one word like that. <laughs> Day of the Dead Boys. <laughs> Day of the Dead Boys. <laughs> it's once you harvest the new, the next crop of boys, you celebrate the ones that you've lost. <laughs> the thing is, it's this happened last year too. <laughs> With fucking, what was it? Fuck. Something wicked this way comes. Yes. God. Oh, man. Fuck. <laughs> Full circle, full circle. Full circle, it's a circle of boys. (laughs) 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 Hey, you'll find Richard at the center. Wackity schmackity doo. No, I'm not in the center. You're in the center. We're in the center. Uh Nope. I think so. I forgot about the season of boys. (laughs) (laughs) How can you forget about the season of boys? (laughs) Was it the season of the boys? Right or the it was the was season, it season of, boys. of boys or season four boys? It's the season of it... boys because you're harvesting them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Dia dos Muertos. Um, it's the day that all the dead guys they get to like have food and stuff that the family brings out, and like they get to pass over to the spirit world or the real world, one uh, or the uh, other. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> they all wait around. Entire year to actually get the move on. <laughs> oh no no no! Okay, <laughs> so it's not like that. It's not like that. Okay. Once you die, you just better fucking hope it's close to November, guys, because you're gonna be here a while. <laughs> no no no! Not a while. Not a while. They get to pass yeah, over when Mexi- it- Mexican traditions are weird. <laughs> It's not tradition. It's more like fan fiction, like lore. Like it's not fan fiction. I don't know. Is this Definitely real? More for this movie. It's a real tradition. Absolutely. Wait. It's, no. Let him. What do you? <laughs> Me? What? What are you? What are you asking specifically? Is this a real thing that happens? Are you asking on both ends? <laughs> are you asking? Are what are you? I don't. I need to know. I'm trying to figure out what you're asking me. Is there? Is a, this a real holiday, or is this? Yes. Is it really? The, it's a real holiday. These are real traditions you're seeing. Okay. I don't know if you're asking me. Does the spirit world open up so let the <laughs> dead visit? Yes. Because that's what it feels like. It's you're asking me. Because it's kind of like okay. If you could have one thing exist, if you could have Santa exist or the spirit realm, like Day of the Dead thing exist, what would you prefer? Santa, because the implications of the next thing is horrifying, which we're going to get to. Oh, okay. We're going to get into the implications of this holiday, this universe that they've created. So neither exists. this movie. I just want to say, was did not know anything about the holiday. It's a beautiful holiday. Yeah, yeah it really is nice. It really is it's like, 
it's honestly all these american holidays like aside i mean how does disney think of this shit you mean they they didn't think of the holiday (laughs) (laughs) it existed before don't acknowledge him (laughs) (laughs) don't acknowledge him (laughs) it's it's just me and you correct We're having a nice conversation. Beautiful Please holiday. Continue. I love. I love yeah, it. I wish. I almost. I. I almost really wish. Nice. I mean. I. I wish we did something like that. You know, in American culture. You, know, you can. You. I was gonna say, cultural appropriation, dude. Craig, Craig, Let's do Craig, it. Craig, Craig. 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 We can't do it this year because the cemeteries are closed because the pandemic. Yeah. But next year, I'll give you a call. Dude, okay, no, you know. can go to the cemeteries. You really? They are. They are closed. They're not letting people gather. Bullshit. I. Who are you going to give the COVIDs to there? Your family and other grievances. They're parents. dead. No, the living ones. You, you, you know, they, did you not see the movie? They go there and there's a lot of people there's there. A lot of people all together. Yeah. Oh, you mean in Mexico they're not doing it? Oh, my God. Not doing it here either. We're talking about here, though. You're telling me to do it here. So we can't do it here because we can't gather. I was, I was inviting Craig to celebrate my family. Mm-hmm. Because my family has already disappeared. They've been long forgotten. Yeah, they've been long forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let, Craig, let's continue. Before Craig, I'm, Craig, yeah. as long as I live, you'll always have a place in my afrienda. I, they, thank you. <laughs> Which no we, should, we should explain what that is. No, no, no we'll we're get getting there. there. We're getting there. Right. We're getting there. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> we're not going to glaze over afriendas. Yeah, there's no way. So anyway... Miguel, he's super excited for the talent show, and we kind of learn, like, he has a secret attic where he just, like, plays all of his songs and worships, like, the men on the television, and, like, he's a little upset that his parents want him to be a shoe boy, but this is kind of where we have the big twist in the movie. I don't think he's upset about the shoe, he just, uh, he, he's upset that they don't um, support him in, in playing music, that's what, that's what he's upset about. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way he said it. <laughs> Can I be honest here? <laughs> I don't know what Craig said, and I just said no. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> So this is what happens. What's his face? The the boy, Miguel, he decides he's going to sneak out and go to the talent show. And on his way to sneak out, he ends up in like their their holy chamber, their family room, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he winds up in front of the Afrienda. Yeah, Afrienda. Like whatever that room is. The little shrine that they have the family photos and they put the food on. Yes. Oh, the family photos isn't the deceased, the dearly departed. Mm-hmm. And this is where we have the big twist of the movie. Because turns out, like, as he's, like, doing his whatever, he ends up breaking one of the photos on the Afrienda. And it comes Fighting down. with Dante. It's a dog. very important character. Yes. 
No, that I didn't actually put that dog in my notes at all. Oh, you need the dog's Dante. Important. Dante's important. Dante the street dog. Who I wanted to look up what kind of dog he is. I don't know if he is, that's like a specific breed of dog that doesn't have fur or if he just has mange. <laughs> I'm very curious. He's a street dog and he's, you know, he uh but he's a nice dog who's buddies with uh, Miguel. Who yeah. who ends up causing a little ruckus and that's how his uh the thing falls. Yes, so one of the photos falls. And then, like... Of the great-great-grandmother, I believe. Very important. Basically, head of the household. Like, that's where their lineage started. And so, this picture... Yeah, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother was there. And the grandfather... What? Great-great. Great-great-grandfather's on there, too. But he doesn't have his face in the picture. But... I guess that at this... Actually, was he in the picture all along or no? You saw it there was something a part in the folded. picture, but you couldn't see who it was. I guess. Gotcha. And you saw the oh yeah because you saw the um the doll. It was the the great great grandmother and the little girl was in the picture, which is his great grandmother. Yes, Coco. Coco. And yes. so once this frame falls, yeah. shatters into a million pieces, he can now see the picture in its entirety, and he sees that there's a guitar, and he realizes like. Oh shit, that's the guitar of the greatest music man in all of Mexico. And the world. Yeah, both. Same Stop thing. belittling him. Yeah, don't Sorry. belittle him. He's the greatest world. musician world. in the world. Okay, world. And What's he's his all name? Like, the the mus- Manny? No, the musician. Manny. <laughs> it's not Manny. <laughs> Everybody's name be. is Manny. <laughs> it's a family name. <laughs> I mean, sure, they don't want to think about this guy anymore, but his uh, legacy named, lives on. They named the son they don't want to think about him <laughs> after him for good reason. <laughs> uh, I really I really can't remember his name. Uh, uh, it's okay. Ernesto yeah. de la Cruz. Ernesto de la Cruz. There it is. But yeah, so they find out it's the music man. First big twist of the movie. And man, what a twist that was. But later on, um, he wants to tell all of his family that he figured out this great big secret. But his family, like, they just kind of think he's crazy and stop going on about music. Like, no one cares about music, except he does. So it makes him sad. And at this point, like, he's kind of pissed, though, at his family. Because they break his little guitar and he runs off because he still wants to go to the talent show. But he needs a guitar. And you know where he's going? To all of the mariachi men on the street. And he's all like, hey, can I have your guitar? And they all tell him no. So he has to go steal one from a dead man. And this... Eh, He's family. It's not stealing. Yeah, that's true. Because there's a mausoleum dedicated to the... Ernesto de la Cruz. Fucking Ernesto. Yeah, you idiot. Not Manny. I said that. Already. Yeah, he said that like 30 minutes ago. Pay attention to the podcast at least if you're not going to watch the movie. I mean, I did both. Well, okay. The only time I wasn't paying attention to the podcast is when I told Craig no. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Okay. So, yeah, he wants to go, I guess, steal or borrow his great, great, well, his supposed great, great grandfather's. Shit, shit. His great, great grandfather's guitar. I'll edit it out. I'll edit it out. Okay. So he goes into the mausoleum. He sneaks on in. And he takes the guitar off of, like, the little pedestal thing. And then he goes, schwing! 
he strums that guitar. What, did he get a boner? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> it's his guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, it feels nice. I mean, he's of, Swing. He's, uh, you know, he's of that age. <laughs> yeah, he's, anything could trigger it, yeah. let's face it. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm not the only one to hump a pillow. Is swing a sexual term? Swing is, yes. <laughs> Shit. You get a boner, you go, swing. I oh, think you Wayne's World. I've never done that. Like, I thought, like, I... You've never gotten a boner? <laughs> no, I have, I have, I have. I've, I've just never, like, done the swing. <laughs> like, like, I don't feel like I have to announce it to the world. No, you don't say well, it. Well, maybe if you have something to announce, yeah. you would. Ouch. You do, you do say it. <laughs> no, I don't! Well, no, you don't, because you have nothing to announce to the world. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I'm going to continue with the movie. So, yeah. He plays a guitar, and I guess, like, you know, some wind comes in, and, like, you know. Uh, something blows magical off, happens, uh, but we don't know something pedals, magical happens. The spirit pedals. What? Spirit pedals? Spirit pedals. Yeah, they, they put spirits on. They put pedals on the floor to help this guide the spirits to their homes. Oh, yeah. I guess that's and important. That's, that's, what he was, that's what he was standing on when he played the guitar. Yeah, when he swinged. Okay. When he, sh- when he swinged. <coughs> I'm dying. Better lay some pedals down for him, otherwise I... I don't know, I tried. Yeah, I don't even know what you said. What? I said better, because he, he said he's dying. I said better lay some pedals down. Oh! Ah, we have a few days. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Thank God I'm dying at this part of the year, and not after. Yeah. You won't have to wait as long! <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay so where oh, were we okay man. he gets the guitar and like that's when one of the security men he's all like oh shit someone's breaking into what's it's what the mausoleum and the guitar's uh, ernesto gone de la cruz's mausoleum i'm not gonna remember that name too long ernesto mr ernie. de la cruz <laughs> ernie call him ernie ernie's good okay so I was like, shit, Ernie's guitar is gone. Someone must have broken inside. Let's check it out. So he, he goes into the mausoleum of, like, the villages behind them, too, because they're concerned about this. And, like, they they just see, like, the guitars on the ground. And, like, they see the boy. Well, no, they don't see the boy. But the boy sees them. And he's all like, what the fuck? And, like, they just pass right through him. Like, he's a yeah. ghost man now. Like, this movie didn't need to be PG-13, but it's well worth it. They get the one F-bomb in. <laughs> I mean, aren't they allowed one? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They used it well. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy walks right through him. I, mean, I don't blame him for just dropping <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see. What happens here? I guess he kind of freaks out, and he's all like, what the hell is happening? And then he falls into a grave. A skelly woman just, like, helps him out of the grave. And he's, like, a little freaked out because he's all like, what is happening? No one can see me. Like, the people can't. There are skelly men all over the graveyard. And, like, this is where we realize that the mausoleum is a portal to the spirit realm. And Not really. Well, he activated it. It was not really. really, I guess the guitar, right? Uh, or, I believe it was a curse. Or just a curse. Uh, yeah. Oh, the curse is important later. Yeah, because like yeah. The, he got cursed. His whole family got cursed at the beginning his, of the movie. His whole family got cursed, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this is great. Like, he's in the spirit realm now. And like, he actually ends up finding like all of his spirit realm like family. 
And they're all like, oh my God, Miguelito, you look so beautiful. And like they start pinching his cheeks and like they're really excited to see him. But he's not really excited to see them because they're all skellymen and like they look weird. Yeah, he doesn't see the mind really. Oh, okay. He's cool with it. Um, I think that's just Mexican culture in general. Because again, we have this holiday to remember the dead. Death isn't something that should be feared. Uh-huh. Rather than it's just accepted. Like this is just the thing that happens, which, you know, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, like he learns yeah. to accept it. So he's all like, yo, take me into the spirit realm. And like, well, nah, they- not even that. They got to figure out what's happening. So they go see the great, great grandmother who's having trouble. She's not able to pass over. And everyone's like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, they end up going to like the family relations court of authority or something. <laughs> it's like they go to like customs. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, dude. When they pass through customs, like, okay, so they have like the bridge of petals or whatever, the leaves yeah. that like everyone like, you know, put into town so that they could make the bridge together. Yeah. And the custom areas, it's so great. Like they have a little photo scan, like it's they really good. they scan the skelly, <laughs> skeleton man and then they like scan the real world to make sure that your photo was put up so that you're like, just to make sure that your family actually wants you back for a day. Uh, yeah, you can't cross over unless your photo is on an afrienda or yep. else you're nothing. Yeah, exactly. I like, I like this, how this, the, uh, they built up this. Yeah, they did a really good job world. this whole thing. Ugh. Yeah, like I said, how did Disney think of it? I don't know. It's great. You're fucking Disney, that's why. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that part is... Uh, this Disney, is a Pixar yeah, that movie, is, that, too, is, right? that is Pixar doing, yeah. it, doing the work there. Like, it's, uh, I don't believe the Disney... Uh, the Mexican tradition is to believe that they're going through spirit customs. <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen this, like, silliness before with, like, you know, Monsters, Inc. I mean, they create, like, this whole, like, yeah. you know, world beyond what you what you see world building yeah what no i i just we should probably continue <laughs> okay great yeah. so anyway talk about the man who's trying to dress up as frida trying to sneak on through no it doesn't even matter that is important i mean no he is important <laughs> Fine. Okay. There's a man who tries to be a. There's there's a man who tries to be sneaky and try to get over to the other side of the world, but turns out like no one put up his photo, so he just kind of drowns and like gets taken back to like spirit land. Yeah, he can't cross over the pedals. He tries his darndest, but uh, he's getting arrested. Yeah, and it's fine. Whatever. He he has to. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, he has to go do other things, but. Where we want to go now is we want to go to, like, family court because, like, Miguel and his, like, ghost family, like, they're all like, yo, we don't know what's going on. And we got to figure out why our, like, great-great-grandmother, like, she can't come over. And, like, that's where they go to family court and they see, like, she's all like, there must be a mistake. My family loves me. They put up, they always put up my photo. And Miguel, he's all like, oops, I done goofed it, guys. Um, I, I kind of, like, broke the photo, and that's but why. Not before, she takes off her sandal and breaks the devil box computer. The what? Oh, yeah, she does uh, that. Oh, yeah, it's very Mexican grandmother thing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, you know, they kind of figure out, like, he goofed it. He has to put the photo back on the thing. So great-great-grandmother, she's all like, you know what? You can go back. I will give you my blessing to go oh, back. Oh, but you missed you missed thinking the whole explanation from the clerk who's played by none other by famous Mexican fluffy boy Gabriel Iglesias. He's who, great. Oh, oh was okay. that him? That was him. He plays the little clerk man. <laughs> I know there was uh I the only other person I recognized was, was uh Cheech at one point. Yes, Cheech is there. 
That's the only other voice. Though. That's the only voice mm, I recognize. It's okay, we'll, we'll get to that voice. Don't worry. Don't worry. I have all the famous Mexicans okay. here. Oh, okay. Perfect. Because I sure don't. It's yeah, too, I'll shout them too out. Too bad the worry. main characters weren't played by any. I guess. Uh, no, but they were still very talented. They that were great. They were great. Oh man! But I didn't. Uh, I didn't recognize any names. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the man behind the the curtain or whatever, um, he's just kind of what? what? The man behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's just a little clerk guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of like the the puppet master. He not, knows. Not, he knows everything that's going out. What? He, yeah, he checks the records. Yeah. <laughs> he opens a filing cabinet and says, "Oh yeah, I get it. You guys are cursed. Um, your family pretty much disowned you. You went against their wishes. Now you're stuck in the spirit world. Ah, eh, typical stuff. All you really need to do to go back is get your family's blessing. So, yeah, there you go. Go bless them. <laughs> and great great grandma is all like, "You have my blessing to go back. Put my photo back up." And never touch music ever again. And he's all like, shit, I want to play music again, but okay. And, you know, he goes back for like a second or two, but he goes straight back because he starts playing that music again. And they're all like, shit, son, what are you doing wrong, boy? And like, they get into a little bit of a fight here because he doesn't want to give up music, but he does have to go home. But... They won't budge. Like, he can't play music. They'll never compromise. And that's when I guess he storms off again because no one in his family, living or dead, wants him to play music, and he wants to. So he, well, no, he he, he realizes at that point that there's someone who would let, who would give him his blessing, who is his family, and would let him play music. Don Carlo. So he goes. Nope. What? Ernesto. Don, who the fuck is Don Carlo? Don Carlo is the character in the famous Spanish opera. Oh, man. What is it called? Carmen. Uh. Yeah, not even Mexican, Spanish. He's so. <laughs> he's double wrong. <laughs> what? It's, they're from Spain. It's you a Spanish think I, opera. I, I think Don Carlo's <laughs> hat was a quest item in, in Wow. Out. I'm sure it was, and I'm sure yeah, there it references was, that opera. There was a donkey. And he's probably, he probably knows it because of that Hey Arnold episode where he goes, My name's Don Carlo, and I'm here to uh, say... I remember that one. Yeah. I love Hey Arnold. Yeah, I think this, at least I think the opera's called Carmen. I don't know. Nah, that sounds about right. But okay. I remember the episode of Courage where uh, they sang Car- that, that song. The things I do for love. <laughs> I love that show. It's a good one. That's the line. Yeah. Can I go back to my movie now? Only if you do the second famous line. From what? Courage the Cowardly Dog, bud. Oh my god, what the frick does that yeah. one guy say? Come on, you got it. No one's gonna no one's gonna let you live it down if you get it wrong. Uh, the only thing popping into my head is uh, that was a hoot. But I don't think that's... <laughs> I don't think... That was it! Eustace's famous <laughs> line! That was a hoot. <laughs> yeah, in the like the beginning of the show with it or something. What, yeah, what did he song. say? What did he say, Eustace? Oh my god! You stupid dog! You made me look bad. Oh. Booga booga booga! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh. Come on! Wait! Oh, dude! I was thinking of Rocco's Modern Life. You I were think. thinking yes. You were doing, yes, that was the ending of the Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, <laughs> Heffer goes. That was a hoot. Okay. Well, you know, kind of in the same vein. It's like I'm the only one who watches anything here. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm usually playing something when I'm watching cartoons, too. Yeah, I'm surprised. He's been multitasking forever. It's like he's never watched a television show in his life. He's never watched a television show. He's never sat down. That's why he enjoys everything so much. He doesn't actually see them. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> I don't know. He just has to like the idea of them. Yes, everything has a great idea, Richard. I agree. Yeah. Like, maybe sometimes it's not well executed, but, you know. Most he... times, I I feel like. Yeah. You still got to give him credit, though. You don't. Well, I do. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. Okay, I'm going to talk about the movie again, okay? You could try, but... Okay. So, Miguel, he, he just runs away from his skeleton family. He's, like, running around the ghost world, just tr- trying to figure out how he can go find uh, Ernesto. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to try to find Ernesto, and, like, he ends up uh, overhearing a conversation in which the man who tried to sneak past uh, security... He says, like, oh, he's best friends with Ernesto. And, you know, uh, he was trying to, like, bribe uh, the policeman. Yeah, he didn't go grease the pumps a little bit. Yeah. The big, big, big sunrise festival party concert. Get him front row tickets. Yeah. But policeman. Policeman's not having it. No way, Jose. But you know who is having it? Miguel. He's so excited to hear that, like, someone actually knows Ernesto. Wait, is that the name? Yes. You're okay. Good. Sorry, I had to double check. It didn't I sound right coming you. out of my mouth. I, I I always do. Okay. Well, okay. So Miguel and what's his face? Uh, what's this Manny. guy's name? Hector. <laughs> what? It's Manny. No, it's not Hector. Manny. You were right. Hector. It's, it's Hector. Yeah, it's great. The one time he got it right. So Miguel and Hector, they're gonna form a <laughs> pact here. Hector is gonna help Miguel go find Ernesto. And in return, Miguel is going to take the picture of Hector and put it up on the ofrienda or whatever. Afrienda. Afrienda. So, you know, they become like best buddies throughout the movie now. And they're going to go get on some wacky adventures and, you know, they're just going to try to make it to What's-His-Face's house. And that's the end of the movie. It's over. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's basically what happens, right? So, so the plan is, lucky, luckily enough, although... Wait, no, I uh, forgot something! I forgot something! I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump in here a little bit. Oh, so okay. the plan right now is, luckily, Hector knows exactly where Ernesto is doing his, uh, his rehearsal concert for the, the, the big upcoming show. So that's where they're heading now. Can I continue? Well, yeah. Because I mean, we forgot something. What did we forget? The family chupacabra. No family chupacabras. Uh-huh, the flying one, the flying chupacabra. Not a, chupac- not a chupacabra. What is it, then? It's, uh, La Bruja? No. A La Bruja. A La oh. Bruje. What yes. does that translate to a in English? Bruje. It's It's just nothing. Oh. It's, in, it's in what it's called. I think it's Ala Bruhe, is it? It's a spirit oh. animal. I was, thinking of, I was thinking of Bruja, which is witch. But like, no, it's Ala Brihe or Ala Brihe. Alligator. It's not alligator. What is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> at least I'm not getting yelled at. <laughs> That's. I honestly didn't know what it was, but I thought it sounded like that. No, it, oh man, it's going to drive me nuts now. Because now, now I, get, I keep thinking of La Bruja, which is a witch. It's not a witch. But yeah, Ala, it's a big tiger. That's, my final answer is Ala Brihe. Okay, so the skeleton family, they're using, like, their family spirit animal to try to track Miguel down. And he's just trying to escape the popos with Hector and, you know, just, just, and Dante. I think it's just the great-great-great-grandmothers. 
specifically. It's yeah. her. But Dante's there too. The dog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Dante's chilling. I can't. I think we might have forgotten about him, but he's there. He's been there the whole time. Yeah, he's he's been chilling. Yeah. But um, you know, they they kind of figure out like there's a party across town, and we gotta go to the party in order to get the blessing from Ernesto. Because turns out Ernesto can't be bothered to go to his own rehearsals. Yeah, that's where they originally went. Nothing really happens there. Yeah, we get a nice scene where we meet Frida in her weird vagina birthing art piece. (laughs) (laughs) And she births a bunch uh, of her or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a papaya that's definitely a vagina and a bunch of Frida (laughs) Carla's? I can't remember her actual name. Whatever. Come out of the papaya and suckle the teeth of the cactus that is also Frida. It's really bizarre. But instead of milk, it's the tears of the <laughs> it's cactus. It's the tears of the cactus. And also everything's on fire. <laughs> See, I watched the movie. You did. I love that stupid nonsense. Ugh. So Which, yeah. For all I know, is exactly what Frida's all about. So yeah, it turns out he's not at rehearsal. They need to go to his party instead. But there's a catch. The only way that they can go to the party is if they get an invitation. And you can get an invitation by winning a music competition in the plaza. And this is like a big parallel because it's like the spirit world is the same as the real world because they both have talent shows. Sure. Yeah. So. So it's time to borrow a guitar, baby. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, this part. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. It's powerful. Uh, I can't do this justice. Craig, do you want to do it justice? Which he plays the the, the song. Casca, do you want to do it justice? <laughs> <laughs> I want him to do it justice. I want to hear. I want to. I always have to do it justice. Wait, are we singing the song? We're not singing the song. We're just okay. Oh, you, so what happens? No, let him. Let him. I don't do remember it. what song he sang. It was not the. No, not don't the worry good about the fucking song. <laughs> We're talking about borrowing a guitar from uh, Hector's friends over in the slums. Oh, that's where we're at. Okay. Yes, yes. He and you yelled at me for not listening either. to the podcast. I know. I yelled at, I'm yelling at him now. Shut up. I'm sorry. Let me do my job. You stand over there. Okay. You forfeited your right to speak this turn. <laughs> Craig, I should please. have continued. We're in, we're in the slums. So we're the in the slums world. and we meet... Uh, some of Hector's friends who are just, you know... Tios and tias and cousins. Her cousins, who... They're, they're all people who have been forgotten. They're all, you know, dead people who have been forgotten by their families, and they never they never get their pictures put up on the, uh... What is the thing called? Afrienda. On the Afrienda. And, uh... One of them is there, and they ask him, Hey, can we get your guitar? And, of course, he's... Tio Chicharron. Tio Chicharron. Which is crackled pigskin. This is delicious. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, and they, they call him Cheech. Huh? They ask him for, <laughs> and it's not. It was of it, course, played by. Is he? Was he Cheech? Was he Cheech? It's Edward James. I was going to say. I didn't think he was Cheech. <laughs> Cheech. Cheech was in this movie, though. I know he plays one of the guards at the customs. I, uh, he was probably. I think he was specifically the one who was talking. Was he? He was trying to bribe. Uh, I think that was Cheech Marin. It's just weird. Cheech Marin's in this movie, and he doesn't play the guy named Cheech. <laughs> and it's Edward James Olmos, who, again, I adore. He's great. Uh, 
Anyway, continue. I just, I just had to throw okay. it Okay. <laughs> so anyway. No, it's um, Greg's turn. He's still going. He told me to continue. I think he's I telling me to, to continue. continue. So he sees his friend Cheech, and he's there, and he's not going to give up his guitar. And he says, uh, hey, uh, hey, Hector, can you play me that song that you like or that I like? The song he loves. The song he loves. And he plays some song about a about a, a girl that's very inappropriate for children. Everyone but he, knows Juanita. But, but he uh, changes the <laughs> lyrics because there's a kid. And, uh, I don't think it, it's only one lyric is not appropriate for children. Yeah. But uh, talks about her tits dragging to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And uh, uh, I love it. And it's beautiful. And he's slowly uh, passing because it's but because what happens when uh, when people are completely forgotten is the, they they fade away. And they Even dis- in the spirit world. In the spirit world, they just disappear completely. And it's very sad. And you just see him turn to, uh, like, sparkles. He sparkles away. Mm, yeah. And uh, it's it's very... Uh, it sucks. Very touching and very... And th- this this is, again, you learn... You're just learning what happens in this world. And, uh, and, and this is why Hector is so adamant to leaving, getting to, this, to the real world to just see someone again that's what he says he wants to see her again because he knows he doesn't have much time this is going to happen because he's gonna be forgotten yep now i'm done there we go okay so they kill the man and they take his guitar and it's time to go to the talent show and uh, i don't know they they do the talent show thing and miguel is great he he teaches he first they have a little lesson in uh gritoing which you know Miguel, not the best at. In, oh, wait, yeah. In whating? Greedo? Arriba! Greedo-ing? Don't you fucking stop. Oh, that's what <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was going to worry about Craig. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you said Greedoing, I thought, we were like, what yeah. the heck is Greedoing? Are, are we doing, is this a Han Solo Greedo situation? I mean, I'm assuming it's, a, I don't know if you can verb it like that, but it, I mean, it, it is definitely a verb. Arriba! Oh fucking hell! <laughs> oh fucking hell! Uh, let's first of all, let's not like you guys are going like the. It's more like a. <laughs> it's like goofy. Let's let's call it, it's a lot like goofy. <laughs> it's like that one song. Uh fuck. Rockabilly wipeout or something. Sure. Wipeout. That's yeah, he that? does like a little. He does a thing before he says the wipeout. Does he go? Does he go? Yeah, and then he goes wipe out. Then go wipe out. Then go wipe out, Greg. Wipe out. Don't go wipe out. It's offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think what I did before was more offensive. Yeah, the arriba. (laughs) I at least didn't land my R's. (laughs) It's because you can't roll your R's. I know. You would yell at me all the time for rolling my R's because you're jealous, and you still do it. I don't know how confirmed. it's hard to roll. It's Sorry. So, it's so weird how people can't do it. It's, it's, know, just, a, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you can, yeah, all I know is you both... Craig, you want to fucking lick your Gonzalez. elbow? I can lick my elbow. Why can't you fucking do it? <laughs> because I'm not flexible enough. And I, maybe I can. Oh, I thought everyone well, could do it. maybe his so tongue weird. isn't flexible enough, Craig. Okay, you're right. Yeah, so shut the fuck up. Let's continue with the movie. No, but, <laughs> I'd rather you guys my, now take a moment. My dad can't roll the, his R's either. Don't worry. Before we get to this movie's talent show, you guys show off your talents, Richard. If you don't mind getting real close to the mic, licking your elbow for everyone. 
Hold on. Wait. I don't. Okay. Maybe I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm trying right now and I can't. All right. Well, Craig, you want to roll your R's and just prove you're the dominant one? (laughs) (laughs) There There it is. Thank you. I can roll my tongue. Not asking for that, bud. You, you called your shot. <laughs> Can you imagine? You you sign up for a talent show, completely fail, and show something that you can't do. Does it make, work? Does it work like that? that Rich is really good. Terrible. At, Rich is really good at taking the it? ice out of his Baja Blast <laughs> with, his with his bare hands. I feel like someone who was better at it wouldn't be using their bare hands. <laughs> Whatever, I'm gonna continue with. You know my what movie would be the now. smarter way? Might be that just to like put movie. the get the ice in your mouth and spit it out. What a gross! How about you just or just drink it with the ice? It. But if just you have to, there. no, you don't. No one has ever had to. <laughs> Whatever. Oh no! There's this crazed gunman has entered the restaurant, and he's gonna shoot you unless you find a way to get the ice out of your drink. <laughs> What's your talent, dude? Mine? Yeah. I can do it all, baby. He's ex- his, his extreme wit. He's quick-witted. <laughs> I'm going to do that at the talent show. <laughs> How the fuck They're are you going to put that on display? Extreme wit. <laughs> just call people out. Or I'll just I'll just monologue and anyone who tries <laughs> to call me out, I put them in their place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, Whatever. Ooh, I got it. I'll just show him this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on play and walk away. Okay. So whatever. What's his face? He ends up going to the talent show. They he learns how to do like gringoing or whatever you called it. Um, <laughs> that was it. He it's just essentially <laughs> It's essentially just they white face. They make their faces white. That's what I mean, did. that did nice happen. Collared but... shirt. <laughs> he did. Oh, wait, did we they forget did make... that he did that? That he painted his face? I mean, it, they, it doesn't matter, but sure, they, they made Miguel look like a skeleton. Oh, shit. I think we forgot to talk about the part why it's so crucial that once his face gets back to the, the real world, because if he isn't back by sundown or sunrise, uh, oh, he's stuck yeah, there forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miguel's going to die if he doesn't get back. In... You say crucial, but he doesn't seem to care. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. They're all again. Like, uh, I think it's part of again that Mexican culture of death isn't something to necessarily be feared. Ooh, true. I mean, true he'd dude. love to get back. Sure, he wants to get back, but if he doesn't, he's pretty okay with it. Seems like yeah. a pretty good place anyway. Yeah, that's really nice. I love the fucking uh, just the colors of this fucking. Movie. Yeah, this is beautiful. God. Like, oh my, this yeah. is probably the best looking movie I have seen. Just like the colors that they use in the spirit realm. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the real world looks like it looks like Mexico. It's it's very you know it's bland. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Mexico, but when I went to fucking Puebla, it looks exactly like wherever Miguel is. Yeah. Uh, the, the the dusty roads, the 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 beige buildings, everything. You know, okay, I can splash a color here and here, but it's like teal. Mm-hmm. You know. But the but, spirit uh, no, realm, like oh there's my such, God, lots of purples. There's such good contrast pigs. with like how oh. dark. Like it is, and then all the bright colors. Yeah, and then uh, we didn't talk about how the the, the Alabrujas look, but they they're like velvet paintings where it's like neons and shit on a yes. black surface. Oh, it's like the details in neon, but the the, the creatures themselves are just black. Mm-hmm. Ugh, God, what a fucking everything looks great. It makes me want to rewatch this once I get like a four K monitor. Yeah, you should. God, but yeah. 
Okay, uh, we were talking about the talent show, I think. Yeah, right? they play a song, Poco Loco. Yeah, they Good. play a song, um, but that's when, like, his skeleton family comes to find him, and, like, they gotta ditch. They gotta leave. Yeah, but they definitely won that talent show otherwise. Uh, maybe. No, they did. Come on. Everyone loved Poco Loco. Yeah. <laughs> that or the singing dogs. But uh, Hector, he's a little upset at this point because uh, he learns like, oh shit, like what's his face does has a family here, like other family than uh, Ernesto. And Miguel, he's a little, little lion rat. I can't speak. He's a Ryan rat. Ryan rat. (laughs) It's introducing the new character, Ryan rat. What's his his deal, Richard? Wait, did we say Ryan rat? Did we say why Miguel's helping him or no? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Miguel, not by uh, Hector's helping Miguel. <laughs> you mean Manny? Manny's helping him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we talked that there was a mutual yeah. agreement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I missed it. Sorry. Continue. It, it's okay, Craig. You you miss these things when you're not paying full attention. I'm aware. That's that's just what happens. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, Hector, he's a little upset now because you know Miguel is a little liar, but. That's okay, because, like, Miguel, he realizes that Hector's just a selfish man. So they part ways for a little bit, and Miguel, he still has to run away from his family. And this is where we have, I think, probably the climax of the movie, in which the great-great-grandmother corners him. And, like, Miguel, he's all like, great-great-grandma, I hate you. You don't let me like music. You hate music. And that's when she, like, reveals to everyone that she has, like, the most beautiful singing voice in the world and she actually loves music. And, uh, I don't but, know. But, but music tore that family apart. Yeah, so as much yeah. as she loved music, she, she put it aside to protect everyone. Yeah, she needed, she felt like she needed roots for her family instead of, like, pursuing music with, uh, yeah. with her husband. But... He, he decides he's still going to go his own way, and he he goes and sneaks into the party of Ernesto de la Cruz. And, you know, he gets up to the party, he's mingling with everyone, having a good time, but, you know, he, he doesn't really want to mingle. He's looking for one thing, the man of the hour, the greatest musician in Mexico. In the and, world. And he sees him across the room, but... It, like it's hard because there are so many of these like uh, I don't know what you call them um, peasants Skeleton in his people. way. Peasants, only the best of the best are invited to this party, pal. Yeah, but they're not on like the same level as uh, the greatest music man. Well, no, they're invited to his party though because they're people of importance. Yeah, but they're not as important as him. Okay, that doesn't make them automatically peasants. Well, you know, the, it, the, we saw the peasants earlier. They were living in the slums and are dying. Yeah, but this is just like a status symbol. Uh, they're not peasants. What? They're just the lower. They're not the top. They're, they're, they're royalty. Yeah, they're not like like okay. The the All peasants right, the at the king, party. Right, they're not royalty. Who's at the parties? The but, king. But you know who's lower? The dukes and all the royal families and the and all that. Still royalty. The royalty. He doesn't have they're family. All royalty, but they're not. I'm not. I'm just generalizing the situation. You're saying there's every you've probably named the only people who aren't at this party. Is the point I'm making. The, the peasants, yeah. Yeah. You two are having a disagreement, right? No. With you. Wait, we're what? On same, we're on the same page. 
I didn't know how to defend you myself. Called, you, you, you always have to. Every time you open your mouth, you're ready to defend yourself. Because okay. I feel like nine times out of ten, you're wrong. Some of the He's time, having I'm a right. Par- he has a party with only VIPs. They had to perform in a fucking talent show to get the chance to go to this party as performers. Yeah, not even like guests. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying. And you're calling the people at the party peasants, which again, not true. Anything but. <laughs> They're lower on the totem pole, though. <laughs> they're not musicians. I mean, compared I guess. to yeah, they're not. Well, they're also not the top. So f- uh, they're like they're up. I'm there. glad we can agree. If we're looking no. at a totem pole, the peasants are hitting the floor, right? Yeah, I think that's how totem poles work. First of all, <laughs> I think totem poles, the people of importance, are actually at the bottom because they take the brunt of the weight. So if we're really gonna fucking talk about totem poles, shit for brains. I don't know anything about Ernesto a totem. would be at the bottom. So Ernesto's at the bottom of the pole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that. Craig was the one called shit for brains. You're both shit for brains. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said anything. For not knowing how totem poles fucking work. I don't know how to totem pole. And Cena has an honor to be at the bottom of the totem pole. I don't know anyone. <laughs> totem. <laughs> the only thing I know about the totems is that World of Warcraft. You're fucking wow. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I don't need that shit. Maybe no one we'll watch that. Pocahontas after. Oh my god. That's next. <laughs> okay. I can paint with all the colors of the wind. <laughs> it's our Thanksgiving special. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We found it. Perfect. Uh... Okay. I'm done. number one. Good night and good bless. We're not done. Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, we're basically done. Okay, we're basically so we're done. at the party. What's his face has to get the attention of done whatever. We haven't even uh, got to the uh, point where I just started crying for the rest of the movie yet. So. Oh my god! Right? That is okay. Okay, we're okay, not there okay. yet. Okay, not we're getting there. there. We're getting there. I'm going to take us quickly through this. We're going to be done in ten minutes. Okay. So Miguel gets the attention of Ernesto by doing the only thing that he knows how to, and that's by playing music. He so makes he's shoes. What? Nothing's them shoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoes. Okay, gotcha. Funny. Okay. So, <laughs> he, he plays a song to make his way across the dance floor. Remember me. Right? <sighs> no, I don't think he sings Remember Me. Does he not sing that Um, one? I don't think so. No, I think he, sing? he sings um, Sugar Water. What is it called? It's a song about singing. <laughs> now, now music is his language. Uh, Season the day. No. Probably. I really don't recall. That's when he saw the thing. Or sees your moment or whatever. Whatever. He's he's watching. He sees a movie. <laughs> whatever yeah. Nesto's movie is playing on repeat. And he gets inspired to do this song. Yeah. So he plays a song. Makes a, makes his way across the dance floor. And like he, he gets up to Ernesto. Right into the pool. Oh yeah. Shit. He goes into the pool. <laughs> and and what's Ernesto his face dives right in and gets him out. And then he yeah. breaks the news. I'm your, I'm your great great grandson. And uh, we're going to party hardy baby. Yeah. So, so they party hardy. Yeah. Miguel meets his dad and all is well. Oh, and, his dad. His dad is back at home making shoes. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. They have a good time at the party. They call being... him his papa. They, they, papa. they use papa for everyone. Okay. So him and his papa, like they're going around having a papa. good time at the party. What? Papa. Yeah. I think papa has certain implications. <laughs> what do you mean? Like father. Or pop pop. You call him pop pop. <laughs> okay. So him and his pop pop. They're they're having a good time, and that's when like the party's dying a little bit, and that's when Hector comes in, 
and he's all like, hey, Miguel, you forgot about me. Like, you two, you're, you're chilling together, but um, I need you to put up my photo. And that's when we have the second big twist of the movie. And we find out, like, uh, Ernesto, he doesn't really want, like, what's-his-face to put up the photo, I guess. And he's all like, but, 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 but you remember what you said to me that day that I left? Like, you said, like, uh, till the ends of the earth. And the heavens and the earth for you, mi amigo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when, like, in the background, like, there's a movie playing in which, and like. That was, that was the night, that was the night Hector died. Yeah, yeah. Because he ate some bad chorizo. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Like, that's what we thought. But turns out, like, the movie in the background is another parallel for what's happening in real life or what happened in real life. In which the man, Ernesto, like, toasts his, like, rival in the movie and, like, they both drink something. But then the man, he turns out he poisoned the man that wasn't Ernesto. Fucking hell, bud! You gotta. Okay, that was the worst explanation. Go back. Okay, let's go back. So (laughs) in the film, there is a portly gentleman and Ernesto. The portly gentleman says to Ernesto, "I'd move the heavens and earth for you, mi amigo." And they toast. And Ernesto takes a drink, but he spits it out, and he goes, "It's poison!" And he beats the crap out of the portly gentleman. Turns out, in the past, in reality, what happened was Ernesto said that same exact line to Hector. And then moments later, Hector killed over and died after the drink. That's what I said. No, it wasn't. You said the exact opposite. And you said it so shittily. <laughs> it hurt to listen. So that's what happened. The big realization that Ernesto poisoned Hector because, because Hector wanted to go home and see his family again. He regrets his decision to leave. He wants to be with them, and he's taking all of his songs with them. Those were all of those were all of Hector's songs. Ernesto took them. He stole them. It's what be, made him the, the the greatest musician in the world. Yeah. Yes. But now that word is out, Ernesto's got a problem. So he's got to make sure, first of all, Hector doesn't end up in the Afrienda because he needs this guy to disappear in the spirit world. And now he also has to deal with little Miguel. So it's time to call the guards back in. Send him away. Yep. So they both get, uh, like, thrown out of the party, and they get thrown into, like, a little hidey hole with a moat or something. I don't know. There's a river. Uh, it seemed like a big cave with a, like, a little water feature. Yeah. And that's when Hector, like, he's so sad. And, like, I guess that they kind of make amends a little bit, but Hector's all like, you know, it's it's whatever, dude. But, kind you know, really wish I could have seen my Coco. And... That's when, like, we come to a realization. Third big twist of the movie! Hector's daughter is named Coco. And Miguel, his great-grandmother is named Coco. So if we put the two together... Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yep. Coco is a really common name in Mexico. No, 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 no. Turns out Hector it's, it's is a Miguel's dad. Superman, Batman, it's Batman for Superman situation. We have the same. Wait, what do you our, mean? Our mothers have the same name, <laughs> so they befriend each other. Wait, is that what happened in Batman vs Superman? Yeah, it's also spoilers for Batman vs Superman. What were their names? Martha. Martha. 
What the fuck? Yeah, right? That movie sucks dick. <laughs> That's how they end the movie? Like at that point, you could blame the writers for DC in the 19th, in like, whatever that was. 40s. Why did that happen in the comics? No, for naming them. They're two top guys. They give them the, no, the others the same let's name. Let's not fucking blame them because they decided. No, that is. Come on. The <laughs> fact that they said this was a great plot for this is a great scene of the movie. It's the one. That's, the, that's who's the blame. Who gives a fuck? Martha's a common enough name. I've met 30 Marthas in my fucking life. I've never even met one. Oh my god. Well, you don't leave the house much. Martha Stewart. Yeah. I've never, never met her. Never met her. <laughs> she exists. <laughs> sure, she exists. <laughs> never met her though. <laughs> I forgot Richard's argument that Martha's don't exist. They're a myth. <laughs> <laughs> They're as rare as unicorns. These Marthas. <laughs> I don't know where you guys are seeing them. I'm not making an argument that they don't exist. I'm making an <laughs> argument that, like, you know, I've never met one. Maybe it's not so common of a name, but I don't know. Why did you bring this up, Craig? <laughs> he, he, he brought up the Batman vs. Superman. That wasn't me. You're the one yelling about Martha Stewart. Hey, guys, I met Martha Stewart before. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yeah, Maybe I did. All- I feel like you did. I remember you bringing it up before. You bring it up a lot. She was at Comic-Con. I know she was. Her and Snoop. Didn't you say something about oh, you two eating were, tacos? They were chronic and That blood, was man. David Duchovny. That oh, was okay. David Duchovny. Okay. I knew it was someone. Didn't know who. But okay. I'm going to go back to movies so we can finish this, okay? Yeah, so it turns out Hector was the man who walked out on his family. That was so, so long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and this and- is... He didn't have to look far. And turns out Dante was leading him back to Hector all this time. Dante knew what's up. Oh, yeah. He's a spirit dog. Now, we also, we didn't say, though, that the reason, uh, you know, he, 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 he wanted to go important. back to his daughter. He wanted to go back to his family. He tried to go back to his family. But he was he was killed by Ernesto before. No, I did say that. Did we say that? Yeah, but, uh, I didn't well, hear him say we, that, Craig. I certainly said it. I said it during the fucking explanation. <laughs> I don't think you said it. Uh, I don't think Richard you said fumbled. it either. Please, I would gladly pause this podcast, <laughs> send it uh. to Richard, let him fucking re-listen to it, and we'll pick it up again. <laughs> he only has to jump to the end. It wasn't that long ago where I explained it. It's okay. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, you have no, You have no choice in the matter. Craig, if it turns out he didn't say it, I'll edit you in sooner. Okay. So it's like you tag teamed it. Yeah, so it turns out you're not going to be hearing Craig. <laughs> yeah. I'm editing you out of the whole podcast if uh, it turns out you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do that. I mean, he probably had some lines this episode, right, Craig? You probably I said had some, some things. There's a whole part I, I talked gonna about. Be, yeah, the slums. I'm just going to be yelling at the air. <laughs> 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 okay back uh, to movie so they end up like gring fuck what's it called not gringoing but uh greedo greedoing yeah god i think it was are at you this sure point that's what i it started is? to cry by yes, the way grito g-r-i-t-o oh okay I think because it- i was all like that sounds a lot like grisbo and I can't remember who Grisbo is. It's from Star Wars Episode Grisbo 1. Grisbo is not from Star Wars Episode 1. What? 
There's no character in Star Wars named Crispo. Sarissa. <laughs> Why would I listen to him? <laughs> yeah, Craig. So anyway, fine movie. Okay, so they start uh, gringoing or what? Greetoing, greeto, greetoing. Gringoing. They're greetoing. Greetoing, greetoing, greetoing. Okay, gotcha. They're greetoing. They're yelling, uh, having a good time in the cave together. And that's when, like, uh, does the dog hear them? Yeah, Dante hears them and comes running up and howling himself. Yeah, he comes howling himself, and then and he the family. Guests. Yeah, the family chupacabra comes Not a around. Chupacabra. Flying Chupacabra. A la Brihe. A la Brihe. Not even, doesn't even sound like Chupacabra. Sounds Dude, more like it Alligator. Like one. Sounds a bit more like Alligator, yeah. But it looked like one, I mean, so. if you're going to be offensive, at least be like, look like one. Yeah. You've seen Chupacabras. Yeah. Please explain them to me. Cryptoid.com. Cryptozoology.com. <laughs> Whatever you want to go to. No, I want you to describe a chupacabra to me. It looks like a chalupa. No, 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 no. It's green. It has like some feathers some of the time. Um, you know, eats some sheeps. Like this thing. Mexican. This, this thing doesn't look anything like that. It looks like a big cat. Based on the pictures that I've seen right now, that the chupacabra looks more like the, like Dante. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say chupacabras are usually um Usually confused with coyotes with mange, which I would say definitely what Dante looks like. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So, uh... So I will let you try to get away with calling Dante a chupacabra, but definitely not this fucking beautiful cat bird. Fine. The cat bird, family spirit animal, goes and saves everyone, um, and they they just, like, leave What's-His-Face's house. But this is where we realize something. Like, fourth big twist of the movie. Turns out Ernesto took the photo of Hector! And we have some problems here now. It wasn't really a twist. You see it happen. Yeah, but the thing is, you didn't know where it was. No, you didn't know where it was. They show him putting it in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have it anymore. Miguel. Yes, you know Miguel doesn't have yeah, it. Yeah, because you saw yeah. Hector take it and put it in his pocket. Yes. Or, uh, watch his face. Uh, yeah, so that's like the big thing Ernesto, now. Ernesto, not a big twist. Ernesto takes it, puts it yeah. in his pocket. Yeah, you so see it the, happen. Yeah, so that's the big problem that we have to deal with now and address. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So anyway, um, I guess that they kind of have to put a plan into action in which they are going to go to uh, Ernesto's big show. And they're going to try to get the picture back so that they can send Miguel home with the picture and, like, you know, make everything right in the world. So uh, they sneak into whatever it's called, the show. The backstage passes, pretty much. And... Like, they see Ernesto, and Ernesto's all like, oh, shit, these guys are back. And they're like, let's get that picture, boys. And, like, you know, little chase scenes ensues. and a uh, scuffle. Yeah. But this is where, like, the big, this is, like, the, the climax of the movie here. Uh, second climax of the movie. Second climax. The lady, the great-great-grandmother, she accidentally, like, goes onto this platform that rises to this, like, main stage. And, like, she's all like, oh, no, what am I to do? And then, like, she gets raised up and, like, Miguel, he's all like, oh, no, I have to go help her. So he rushes onto stage and, like, the great-great-grandmother, she has a little bit of stage fright. And she doesn't know what's happening. Because also there's security men. The security men are trying to get her. But Miguel's like, yo, lady, how about a little song? 
and she just starts singing and everyone's loving her and Hector, he grabs a guitar and he's just trying to play for her and they're a great duet and like, you know, just having a good time. But this is when the man, the what's his face, the music man, Ernesto. he ends up, Ernesto, he comes onto stage and he's all like, nah, uh, uh, lady, I'm going to kill you. So like, they're kind of no, having this. They have like, like a whole little, he's, he plays it off well. You know, this is where this boy's charisma kicks in. Uh-huh. He's chasing her down, but he's also singing, so they're doing, like, a song together, and everyone's cheering and plotting and loving it. And he's yes. grabbing her, but he's doing it like he's dancing with her, and they're, and she keeps taking the photo from her. Uh, oh, So she yeah. finally has enough of it and just stomps on his foot, grabs the photo, and runs. Yeah, so they run, and, they, like, they're off stage. The whole family, they're just running away. And this is like the climax of the movie in which Ernesto, he kind of climax of the movie, Ernesto, he corners them at a ledge and Ernesto is all like, nah, uh, uh, guys. Um, and I don't know what happens exactly, but he ends up getting a hold of Miguel. Yeah. I don't know. What happens? He gets a hold of Miguel. Yeah. That's it. He holds him off the ledge and he goes, all right, well kind of have a big deal here with my reputation and all that stuff and i'm the guy who's kind of willing to do anything to make it to have it all so i'm just gonna go ahead and kill this small child uh but the you know the miguel's family here gets all this camera equipment because it's all sitting around there's a big show playing on and, and aims it right at ernesto so the crowd is now seeing ernesto try to kill this young man and you know they all talk about how he stole the songs and all this nonsense and he just he does he throws he throws the boy off the the edge of this tower yeah so and he like Miguel's basically gonna die. Yeah, and he admitted to like all the accusations that were being thrown at him. And you're like, oh no, this isn't good for Ernesto. He was like the hero of the movie. But no. he's never the hero of the movie. What never are you talking the hero. about? No, like you admire him for most of the movie. No. No, you admire Miguel. I certainly did it. No! This guy was like the main character until he turned bad. He really wasn't. The whole plot was revolved around him. It revolved around Miguel trying to get to him. Yeah. Catalyst. Mm, no. I think the catalyst for the film is the picture. No, it was the man. No, it was the picture. That doesn't even have the man in it. Dude, if it wasn't for the man, none of the movie would have happened. Okay. If it wasn't for Hector, none of the movie would happen. <laughs> if it wasn't for music, none of the movie would happen. Uh, if it wasn't for guitars, none of the movie would happen. I think this if is up for debate. If it wasn't for shoes, <laughs> none of the movie would happen. I'm willing to debate that one. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Like, they would have found another profession. No, they wouldn't have. They would have died. No, they would have went fishing or something. They would have died. Whatever. Fine. Uh, I guess I'm going to go finish the movie now, okay? You could, you could try. So, turns out the kid, Miguel, when he was thrown off the ledge or whatever, something saved him. Either, like, the family spirit animal or the other family spirit animal. One of them saved him. Uh, Both of them. What? <laughs> Dante okay. grabbed him first, and then Dante couldn't hold him up because he's tiny. He's yeah. A dog. So, he was saved by one of the spirit animals. And then the, Both of them. And then the big one saves him. One couldn't do it alone. Well, actually, one could well, do it alone. Could the other do couldn't it do it alone. Dante just got there faster. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, yeah. 
Um, but turns out, like, the cat-lion spirit animal thing was, like, pissed at, uh, Ernesto. And, like, well, you know, just... Also, he lost the picture. Oh, yeah, that happened. Like, you know, uh, when, when you're falling, stuff gets out of your pockets. And, you know, next thing you know, the picture's gone and just sinks to the bottom of the ocean. But it's okay. The probably. What? The Dead Sea. But, um... Don't get it. Okay. But yeah, the family spirit animal just, like, kills Ernesto, like, throws him into a bell, which parallels his life. There's another parallel between the spirit realm and the real world. Because Ernesto got, like, uh, he died originally in life because a bell fell on him during a performance. And here, during this performance, like, I mean, sure, it wasn't necessarily during his performance, but shortly after he performed, the thing kills him with the bell. Maybe not kills, but... It's weird. It's like it was a story that was written. Yeah. Parallels. Weird coincidence. Yeah. But, um, like, you know, Ernesto, he's kind of dealt with now. But we have to go back to what's happening with the family. Like, they realize the picture, like, they don't have the picture anymore. So, Hector, he's probably not long for this world at all. But we really do need Miguel to kind of go back to the real world before he's a skeleton man forever. And that's when uh, the great-great-grandma says, like, you know what? You're all right, kid. And music is all right, too. So I'm going to let you go back. You can play your music. You can do whatever you want. Follow your dreams. Open your heart. And uh, just don't forget about your family because your family loves you. And as long as you remember them, go do whatever you want. And he agrees. So he accepts the offering. But this is also the thing because you kind of see that, like, like Hector and the great great grandma, like they were, like you know, they were they were long lost lovers, pretty much. But like, I don't know, she was still mad at him, and it was they sad. Made, they, they end up making amends, more or less. Here, I was they crying. Made, well, this she's entire at this. Well, for, from the point when they were in the the hole together, from then and and continued nonstop. Oh. Until the end of the movie. I actually had to, uh, right before the epilogue, I had to get up and, and blow my nose. Epilogue? Yeah, this is like a, still the movie. I'm saying there was a little epilogue after this. Costco, would you consider this an epilogue? After this? After this part, of? yeah. Okay. So, okay, Miguel goes back he, to this real world. I think he means the world. time skip. Yeah. I assume he's talking about, yeah. Oh, okay, the time skip. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we're not at the time skip yet. We like got to get Miguel away. back to the real world. Okay. So we get Miguel back to the real world. Hector's dying. It's okay. Yeah, Hector's dying. He it's did whatever. it once, he could do it again. Yeah. But, like, okay, so this is the thing. Like, wouldn't Hector be saved just by him, like, remembering him? No, in spir- uh, because they explained earlier. It's not just remembering people. This is They explain this when Cheech dies. You just, you can't just remember someone. You have to remember it through someone who remembers. The, the oh. it's, a, it's all about stories and passing it down, passing down those memories. So in order for Hector, for Miguel to have any effect on Hector's longevity here, he has to hear it from someone who remembers Hector. Gotcha. So in this case, it would be his. It would be Coco. Okay. So yeah, um, Miguel, he's back in the real world, and he realizes like he has to go back home. And he has his guitar. He has the guitar of uh, Ernesto, but I guess it's not really Ernesto's guitar, and it's his uh, yeah, it was Hector's, Hector's guitar. He stole it after he killed him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he goes to see uh, great-grandma Coco, 
And this is this is like the most beautiful part of the this movie. Is, this, this is, is insane. Yeah, this it's, is me crying uh, until the, uh, I, the this day is, I, I could I couldn't handle this was this was where it got rough. Yeah, because yeah. he tries to tell her about uh, Hector, uh, her papa, her papa, is and it's and not working. Like, him. like she's she's just kind of like responsive. Yeah, because the whole movie, she's like very unresponsive. She's like a jelly bean, vegetable. No, that's I it. Vegetable. Jelly beans are not even kind of responsive. They're just not responsive. No, the vegetable, but, vegetables, yeah, like the just, people. She's just old. She's just oh, old. Okay. She's and at, she forgets. She she doesn't remember who Miguel is. She calls him Jose. Yeah, like Craig yeah. Wade. Yeah, and doesn't remember her own daughter half the time. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It's sad, but we've all been there. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like yeah. also his family, like they saw him running to Great Grandma Coco, and like they were all like, "We got to stop him. He's gonna harass uh, Coco, and we don't want that because you know he's kind of pestering her." But the whole family, they're all like, "What are you doing, kid?" And he's just so sad because she's gonna forget Hector. But this is when he has the great idea of taking the guitar and he and starts playing her on the, the head. A little El Cabong action. Baby. No, 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 no El Cabong. This old jogger memory. No, he starts playing the song that Hector wrote yeah. for her. Remember me is meant to her. It was a secret song just for her. It went for no one else in the world. And that was probably the worst part of uh, fucking Ernesto stealing it. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, so he starts singing it, and eventually she, like, kind of opens her eyes for, like, the first time in ages, and she starts singing with him. And it was sad. And, like, everyone's like, holy shit, she can see again. And, well, no, it's holy Not shit, bad, she's she's responding. She, she, yeah, she responded, and she remembers, and she opens a drawer and pulls out this book, and it's all the letters that her father sent after after he left, and... And a picture of him, the picture that was torn up, it was in there, the, the part she kept it. And again, she passes down <laughs> the stories of Hector. Mm-hmm. Ugh, he lives. Yeah, so everyone remembers him. They get his picture for the Alfredo, and we're all just... <laughs> Not even that. It was it was the, 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 the letters he wrote mm-hmm. all contained the lyrics of the songs that he wrote that Ernesto stole. And oh. I guess they showed they showed the town, you know, like you guys are you guys are giving all this credit to fucking uh, uh what's man. his face, yeah, Ernesto. When it's really it's 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 our it's our great great granddad. He wrote all this. Here's the proof. He yeah. was murdered, and yeah, mm-hmm. and you see this the effects of this in the epilogue, as Craig called it, the the time yeah. skip one year but, later. But before the epilogue, like I want to say, so like I realized the Pixar magic because. Like, when she was waking up, like, you could count the hairs on the old lady's chin, on Coco's chin. It was great. She had, See, like, three. The only thing that's conf- – as, as much as I cried during this and this was, like, the saddest thing and I loved it so much, mm-hmm. why – when she was younger, did she not, like – obviously, you know, I can understand the mother – her mo- own mother yeah, being mad at the father for leaving, whatever. Yeah. But she obviously, I mean, she, she, I mean, I get maybe it was just at this point in her life, she didn't hold any grudge against her father anymore. I guess that, that would be my guess because she also instilled this value of hating music into her children. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm uh, saying. But, I, but again, much like the mother, she never really get like, oh, yeah. Okay. I so it's just more like, I guess it's, it's a point in her life. It's the totem pole syndrome. Not totem. Because There's no totem the pole. Great, Stop. 
the great great grandma she was pissed at music and because like the whole family has been living together like it's like whatever great great grandma says goes and then they just carried on that tradition throughout nothing to do with totem bowls hierarchy not a syndrome also higher well okay whatever (laughs) i don't know like i just feel that you know that one lady instilled it in everyone and literally no instilled it into the again instilled it into her daughter then she instilled it into her daughter (laughs) i don't think it got instilled into coco i think it just got instilled into coco's daughter no i think coco is the one who instilled it into her own daughter i think like you said It's just more of a. Uh, you know. She would just, have kept the stuff then. No, she would have kept the stuff because again, like the mother, the the great. I'm sorry, the mother, the her mother, Coco's mother, the great great grandmother. She of course loved music, but she put that shit aside. She loved her father, but she put that shit aside because he left. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's why Coco didn't fucking share the memories of her father with her daughter. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't. Not when great great grandma was in town. Well, she was always in town. She's always in town. Yeah. But this is like the best part of the thing because I like throughout the entire movie, I was like, why the hell is this movie named Coco? But it all comes together in the end. It's like a circle. Yeah, but they also do name. They give her name Coco in the beginning of the movie. Well, I know, but he was probably thinking, what's what's the what's up with this old bitch? Why is it named after her? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sick of this old bitch. She can't even fucking talk. Yeah, and she's the main character by the end of it. Well, well, she's the catalyst. Yeah. Oh, yes. I like that. <laughs> like, she, she's the catalyst after Ernesto died. No. Okay. Well, anyway, let's skip to a year later where Craig had to, like, go blow his nose. So yeah. he missed this part of the movie. So no, anyway, I, I, I Coco it ended like a, up dying. Like what you would do, and if you're watching it on Disney Plus. Oh, I uh, okay. I think Casca saw this in theaters. Well, did he leave to blow his I nose? Never even, I never even seen it. Bullshit! I lived it every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No putting this on pause. Yeah. You blow your nose, all happens, baby. <laughs> Whatever that means. What do you mean? I lift what? Huh? Like the world stops when you blow your nose? No. Okay, then. I think you get what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, we got the epilogue, and everyone's a happy family, and Hector finally gets to be on the Alfredo, and we're all good in the Afrienda. end. Afrienda. And he gets to see his daughter again. Yeah. Because she's dead, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was the fucking most heartbreaking thing, though, where, he, he, you know, he wants to see his daughter. He wants to go there to see his daughter one last time because he knows more likely she's going to die. And when she's dead, he disappears. It's as simple as that. Fuck, man. So they'll never be reunited, neither they, in life nor were, death. They were reunited in death. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What yeah, a good movie. Happy ending. Yeah. Fucking God. I like how this movie had like 10 twists. I don't think it did. Like two. Yeah, two at, at most. I had double that, at least. <laughs> it was a twist that his father was the... <laughs> the twist that Coco was the catalyst for him. No. Uh, yeah, the, that the, 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 twist, the first twist was that the father was the... Uh, the great-great-grandfather was Ernesto. And then the second twist was it actually wasn't Ernesto. 
It was another twist. Which just negates the first twist. (laughs) It's a... I missed something. It's a 360 twist. Most of the movie, I guess. Guys, I started thinking about this. Like, this movie had an epilogue. Yeah. And I kind of think that this movie was the epilogue of the Disney dunces scared, stupid, spooktacular. What? What? Uh-huh. Because this wasn't a spooky movie. No, it wasn't. I didn't I didn't want to do it for the spooktacular, but Craig is very adamant. I didn't say what? You, we you agreed kept, you, on it. You kept bringing up Coco, and I kept saying I'm never going to do Coco because it doesn't fit the theme. And then when we made our uh, behind-the-scenes behind deal with Richard... To not do clouds and uh, once upon a snowman for the fucking spooktacular, I threw you a bone and said we'll do Coco for Craig. Oh, okay. It was That's gonna be to... a really scary spooktacular. Yeah, I think it's still. I mean, it's not scary, but no, it definitely, it's not it still scary fits. at all. But it's it's on theme. That's why it's the epilogue because it happens after Halloween. It does happen after Halloween? Can't deny that. And it's still tied to the spooktacular. There's, but it's not really part of the spooktacular like an epilogue is. You know what, though? Still still more appropriate than uh, Can of Worms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Can of Worms took place on Halloween. It's more than this movie can say. And, and honestly, still more appropriate than Treehouse of Horror. There was nothing fucking Halloween-y yeah, about that. Yeah, that. that was the worst. Ugh. But let's talk about Coco, because I just got to say one thing, and I love Craig is just giving shit to all of our picks, trying to to build himself up. Look, look, look. It's all about Halloween Town. It's not all about Halloween Town. That was the worst one. (laughs) No. I'd rather watch The Simpsons again. (laughs) Don't lie. I know. (laughs) It's it's rough. Uh, Can I just talk again? I just want to say one thing. This is what I loved. I'm sure you guys noticed it, too. But uh, all the skeleton ladies and their big skeleton titties, and the way the way they pulled it off by just giving because they didn't, they didn't just give the skeleton ladies titties, they gave the skeleton lady tighter clothing, yes. so that their rib cages look like titties, and it's like fuck, that's good character design. Yeah, because it just went around their their waists were just the spines yeah. basically. Yeah, I oh, didn't even man. realize that. It's yeah. so fucking good. I should have been checking them out more. I should have been checking out because they got them big skeleton titties. Swing. Oh, big rib. <laughs> there that you go. Rip, folks. <laughs> That's number three. And, no, um, what are we doing next week, dude? Oh, sorry. The spectacular's um, over. Yeah, the spectacular's over. I guess we could just watch a normal movie, right? Yeah. Does it be on theme? Yeah, no maybe, more themes. Maybe a little, a little slice of life action. Until we get to Pocahontas. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? Thanksgiving's not for a while, motherfucker. It's like a month away. Still not tomorrow <laughs> or next week. <laughs> yeah, we got we got like five shows in between. Yeah, we got time. What are we doing? Well, I was gonna say Cadet Kelly, but now Craig has me thinking about Pocahontas. So, okay, fine, yeah. Cadet Kelly, let's do it. I'm dunce number one. Good night and good bless. I'm Craig. Fuck, that's number one signing off. What? I screwed up my thing. Whatever. Ah, ha, ha. See, it's not so easy. (laughs) I'm Craig Stewart. I'm leaving too. I'm the third one. I just like, I want you boys to come back. Let's do it. Let's let's hit them with that little gringo action, as Richard likes to put it. (laughs) Richard's turn.
Arriba! <laughs> Who are you? I'm no one. about what happened. It's true. All of it. The dark side. A Jedi. to you.